We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 8-14 now, uh, talking to Councilman J.P. Morell, of course, the Saints taking on the Buccaneers Monday Night Football. Half game out of first place in the division, still chance at the playoffs, so let's hope they can do what they need to do. Our coverage starts at 3 o'clock. J.P., let's talk about Chief Ferguson, because i got a couple of sound bites here. This is one where he's asking for public support. From the media standpoint, you have a responsibility to report responsible information. But then again, when a police officer showed up drunk and crashed a police car, this is what he had to say. Unless you ask us, we don't, we don't just run and tell you. I mean, we don't really have to report everything out like that. We're not required to do that. But nevertheless, it's not anything that we're hiding either. It's just that it's just something that happened, and now we're telling you about it. And, and you can't have it both ways. You, you can't. And you are not happy with the superintendent's performance, JP, I take it. Well, I mean, if you look at our historic rise in crime, it began in 2020, literally within two months of, of Chief Ferguson becoming the chief. As I repeatedly highlighted, we had a very aggressive but constitutional task force called the Tiger Unit that was aggressively targeting crime as it occurred throughout the city to suppress it so that we didn't have complete crime waves. Uh, Chief Ferguson disbanded the Tiger Unit in August of 2020, and with the, by October of 2020, we had 135% increase in carjackings and armed robbery. He has had a very troubled tenure. You have seen a lot of spaghetti thrown at the wall, and I will tell you, as I've said to many people, if you had a company where you were losing on average 10% of your workforce every year, where the public had lost complete confidence in your company and your stock was tanking, you don't throw money at the company. The first thing you do is fire the CEO, and we haven't done that. And furthermore, just a little last little tidbit for you, um, I think people need to understand crime is just as bad as it has been. We have a data from uh, Data Analytics, our data analyst for the council. Since, since the consultants came in in August, Tommy, they simply stopped reporting crime. There has been a almost 60% decrease in the, in the NOPD self-reporting through social media when shootings, when armed robberies, and when carjackings occur. So there's an actual effort metrically to hide the perception of crime being as bad as it is rather than addressing it. And so the soundbite you played, that's, that's par for the course with this chief. This chief operates in a position where he'd rather you think you're safe than actually be safe and it's just time. It's time when, when this whole thing blew up and began to go where it did during the mayor's new term. At that time, we should have, ha- we should have done national search for a new chief. 
and it's long overdue. It needs to happen yesterday, and I will continue, as I've done since last March, to call for us to look for a new chief. I don't understand some of the leaders, some of the people I speak to that support him and, and, and make excuses and say it's not his fault. And some even talk about playing a blame game. Somewhere in this country we got away from responsibility, and we can try to point to that as the blame game. And the chief said, uh, I believe in response to your comments, some might think we need a new council, but the council is elected. He's appointed. And as you said, he somebody has to be in control. Somebody has to be responsible. Now, I understand some people say that he's just doing what the mayor wants to do. Well, in that case, then, then maybe he's just trying to keep his job. I don't know. But I don't understand how any any rational person can make an argument to keep his job, especially when you look at the shenanigans with the mayor's bodyguard and security detail. Well, I mean, you look at that, and let's be very clear. Uh, the chief was bad at his job before the new council came in. So he can't blame mm-hmm. the historic horrific crime in the two years before this new council came into office. So we've been here one year. We have tried to infuse, uh, some would say throwing money into a fireplace, giving additional money to the police chief. And though we did approve um, some of the package they were asking for, Tommy, I made a comment, and it holds true today. We cannot continue to repair the hull of the Titanic as long as the captain wants to keep driving it into icebergs. We can give this department all the money it wants, but In every survey we've taken, and there have been three, pay has been number three. Management, cronyism, and horrific working conditions, those are the number one reasons when you poll and speak to officers why they're leaving the department. And my biggest concern, and it'll it'll prove true or not true in March, is that when we give this initial round of longevity bonuses up to $30,000 to veteran officers who are near at retirement age, is that they're going to take the money and leave. That's what they're telling me. They're telling me that if I'm at retirement and at my 30 years or if I'm midway through and can get a lateral hire, I'm going to stay here till you give me a twenty dollars to $30,000 bonus check. Then I'm going to walk out the door, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it, and I'm done with this chief. And it's just what it comes down to when I talk to some of these leaders is that when I give them those analogies of what would you do if you had a business or a nonprofit or a company, 10% of your workforce is leaving voluntarily when you're the, the highest paid in their region. They're leaving. The first thing they all say is, well, I, I get rid of the who's in charge. And it's like, well, then stop telling me to make excuses for this but, police chief. But you've seen it as well where there are excuses that are made for him, and I don't understand why. I don't know if it's a social thing. I, I don't understand. We'll take a break here when we come back. I, I want to walk through the mechanics of this with the mayor and the chief and and. If you if you can't blame the chief and you can blame the mayor, well, then why even have a chief if the mayor's running the department? And I'll talk to you about more than that when we come back. Talk to J.P. Morellis, a guest New Orleans City Council member, talking about the budget and whether NOPD needs new leadership. And, again, I do not understand how Sean Ferguson gets a pass because somebody has to be responsible. Somebody has, if, if It's one of two things, and I, I don't see any other um, – any other option here and, and jp can talk about it when we come back if you know about this payroll stuff well then you should be fired because you let it happen if you didn't know about it you should be fired because you should have known 821 traffic now wwl a26 and a half tommy tucker wwl back with jp morrell new orleans city council member talking about nopd and superintendent sean ferguson and 
JP, when I, you know, I was talking about this payroll thing, and and let me take it a step further with the mayor, which is, well, if the chief isn't responsible for anything, and you're going to blame it on the mayor, then why do we even have a police chief? And if the chief is just being complicit and going along with this to keep his job, what does that say? And how in the world, if there is cronyism and if there is a club where you're either in the club or you're out of it, how in the world are we ever going to get out of this um, police attrition situation? I, I just don't understand it. I don't. I really don't. Can you explain this to me? Well, there's two points. First, um, to your point about the mayor and police chief, you're 100% correct. We have a system in which as long as the police chief is liked by one person, they are functionally immune from repercussions in their job. And honestly, Tommy, I remember when Walt Leger and I got to the legislature in 2008, we began talking about the idea of an elected police chief, and everyone thought we were insane. I talked about it for about 10 years before I finally gave up on it. Well, lo and behold, you have Sean Ferguson and his performance, and now I have business people who were terrified of the idea of an elected police chief who now want to explore it. And when you look at a common thread, every jurisdiction around us, whether they're sheriffs or police chiefs, they're all elected. And an elected police chief isn't accountable to a mayor. They're accountable to the public. Mm -hmm. And that is a sea change that we really need to investigate. Now, as far as the cronyism, uh, I've been pushing and will continue to push to expand the authority of the independent police monitor because right now the NOPD is an insulated system. The, The people that police the NOPD are the Public Integrity Bureau. However, what we've seen, whether it be, um, like you said, payroll issues or whether it be you have that case uh, that came out in September where a DNA tech was raped by an officer and it took 14 months to get her DNA test done. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's problems in the department. The independent police monitor, which is separate from the department, is supposed to watch the watchers, and yet they're not empowered or given the resources to do so. There has to be an independent third party, sort of like our own internal consent managers who are going to go and when there's cases involving cops that are serious and are of public interest they shouldn't be investigated by cops especially when you have examples over and over again that if you're in the cool boy club you can get away with murder but if you're a regular cop you could have your tie crooked and get three days suspension so i mean there's two ways to fix that i do think this council at some point is going to take up the idea of putting that in front of the people I'm putting together a charter review committee, which is going to have some independent groups look at charter proposals. But you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's the definition of insanity. And we have had mixed reviews on police chiefs. We've had chiefs that are great. We've had chiefs that are terrible. And the problem is, is that we can't afford on a city of this magnitude with people who are investing and spending their lives here to hope each mayor picks a competent person. Maybe it's time for us to take that away from a mayor and let the public pick the competent person. Thank you, JP. I appreciate your time. I really do. Uh, have a good day. Uh, tourists murdered over the weekend, in case you did not realize. Uh, the fire alarm was pulled, and, and then this man was beaten to death. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Right now, we pause for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan here on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.